This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Still about to throw some shade, Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag Time to drag <laughs> Can you believe how hot I came in? It's Drag Her, a podcast about drag and everything else we like to scream about. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, rate and review us on the iTunes. If you hate what you hear, bye. I have an incredibly special guest today. You remember him from the before time. I have Elliot Glazer. Hey. Glacier. 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 <laughs> Glacier. Um, Elliot, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am lovely. I'm gaggy. I'm cute. <laughs> um, every catchphrase of gayness I every can think of. Them. We were talking before and we have to get, before we jump into this episode, I yeah. have to know, did you leave Equinox? <laughs> um, I didn't leave yet. I am planning <gasps> my escape. Play, and now we play the music. Da, da, da. <laughs> no, I mean, I I called, I did the thing. I called management and I mm-hmm. called corporate and was like, can you provide me any, you know, reason to stay? Right. And they were like, we, you know, we donate to this fund and that fund. And we're clearly, we have pride in our staff and, you know, and like, and I get it. Like, <laughs> did they sigh like that? No, I did. We but, have pride in our staff. <laughs> well, I could, you could tell she was, exa- I could tell she was exasperated and totally without saying it, she was basically like, I- I'm with you. Like, I-, I can't believe we're in this weird position too. Yeah. And so I, I think I'm leaving. I just, I'm, it's for me, it's just logistics because I have to like figure out location wise where, where you where are move and Yeah. Like it's a whole thing because right. of work, but I think I'm going to leave. Uh, it's it's it, complicated. It's complicated and it feels icky. I feel icky when I'm there. I feel now. You should. Like I, I feel like I'm like, it's like I'm in like a, a just like I'm like I'm in the wrong place. You it's, are. Yeah. I it, think. I think. I, and But then like you read about, I don't like what they've said about this guy, Stephen Ross, the mm. idea that he's like a silent partner. It's like, I don't know what that is. And also like, yeah, that's how true. silent can somebody be if he's on your board? He's, how is how were you not lining his pockets in some way or another? That's crazy. But then again, the staff is all is so right, queer. and because I, I, I talked to a queer trainer there who's awesome and a, like a genuinely fantastic person, and he was like, you know, I understand this. He's like, also think about how I I think like our employees are sick, like the employees of Equinox are like sixty five percent queer. Yeah, like, and he's like, that's actually going to affect us, not the people that's at the, the thing. top. You because you know, yeah, because you know that, like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to be part of taking jobs away from right. perfectly deserving people. And it's, it is easier to say quit and like, like you should quit or like stop, you know, quit your job. Like it's easy to say, you know, like end your, uh, um, and your membership, but it's harder to say quit your job. 
And yeah. that's what I, I feel it just, bad when you for those fe- I feel so powerless. And it's yeah. like, this feels like I'm doing something. I just can't see how, I just can't see how that guy is not, uh, um, you know, is not affected uh, positively from being on the board, S- silent partner or not, or whatever he is. And he's getting checks every month. I- I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's that's like, that's what's happening. And then the, there was a leaked call that I read about where <gasps> it was like the, exa- like the, some like big, big wigs at Equinox were on like an all hands call with the staff. And they said like, he's not a bad guy. He, he voted for Hillary. And it's like, Mm-mm. So he voted for Hillary, but he's charging $250,000 for people to sit in a room and meet that fucking toad. Yeah, no, that's, no, it's bullshit. But I will I'll tell you, what I left, I found a great CrossFit gym in the Los mm. Feliz. If Mindset? you're in LA, you gotta come over here. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. It's not, you know, you're not gonna get the amenities, but here's what you can do. Before you leave Equinox, go in there and fucking supermarket sweep everything you can that's what, <laughs> what i'm do you gonna mean? do i mean fucking steal oh steal steal lotions <laughs> towels the equipment towels. yeah i'm gonna fuck i'm gonna win the supermarket i will say sweep. The, the, re, the the thing that makes me bougie is just that i would pay all that membership money literally for the eucalyptus towels uh-huh. <laughs> cold towels is all i care about mm-hmm. but also honestly for me like i used to do crossfit and uh-huh. I'm all about ventilation, and I could not find a CrossFit gym with that, proper ventilation. Yeah, or Damn or it. regular like like I'm I'm serious. It I needs hear to you. Be like a meat locker in here, you know. And yeah, Equinox has <laughs> surpassed that for me. And anytime it doesn't feel frigid or at least close to it, I'm like, excuse me, corporate, what is going on here? Yeah. I don't know. Me. It's ca- I I left because at least in the meantime, I just it just felt like the only choice I had. I know. I think. I mean, I'm I'm not thinking about leaving. Like, I'm going to leave. I just have to like genuinely plan my work. What's that? Yeah, I know. Just figure out where where just you're going to go. Plan my actual. Yeah, where where I'm going because it 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 involves like other facets of my life. Yeah, like my dog. Well, like Avril Lavigne, I'm with you, mm-hmm. and I got your back. You know what I mean? You yeah. have to, it's that damn cold night. Yeah, you're trying to figure out this life. That's right. Uh, it's but. A damn- You guys want to hear about Equinox, but I know what you want to hear about more. The All Stars (laughs) season one. Oh my God, All Star season one. What do you What do you think about the season in general, Elliot? I forget. I remember. I don't know if I watched it at the time. Uh No, I must have. I must have watched at the time. Um, But God, it's so funny. I had to look up how old it was because it looked like looks like it's from like 2005, and it's from 2012. Yeah. But it looks so old. Why does it look? Why does it feel so old? I, I don't. And it feels slow. Uh huh. You know, it doesn't. It feels like, and you can't. Not not to fault them because it's their creation, but it just feels like they're still feels like they're getting their their footing. Yes. And the and the editing and the um, cutaways and all that stuff. It just it just feels old and slow. Yeah. You Maybe know? they were like figuring out what, how do we tell new stories about queens we've already met? Yes. Sometimes they didn't know how to do that. Right. And also, I, again, like I'm a fan of the show for sure, but I don't remember Chanel. I didn't, I didn't know who that was. Oh, she's from season one. Okay. Which I don't I've, think I've ever seen. Oh, you have to. It's on iTunes now. I know. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, I love it. And But that one is really jankety. But see how the, the thing, and, and I feel like a spoiled brat for saying this, but it's like I'm used to mm-hmm. be, being spoiled with the speed at which this, the episode, the, the show runs now. The speed mm-hmm. of like the, self-referenti- the self-referential right. like, nature of the show and the, the sort of 
jokes within editing. Like, right. it's, it has such a, a pace, a specific pace, that right. I this think is like, it would it's be like a phase, challenge. It's like phase three of the extended exactly. Marvel universe. Exactly. And, and you're going back to Iron Man. That's the thing. If and you're I, watching. And I don't, and I, it's hard to do, like, it was a little hard to watch the, the this episode just because it felt like, I'm like, I wish it would pick up the pace a little bit more. Yeah, and it's only 42 minutes, so it's like, right. why, where's the... It where's just kind of drags in the, to me, it like kind of dragged like in the workroom. And see, I usually love the workroom. Yeah. Well, because when the workroom's good, we get some of the best moments. True. The rawest moments, like your Fifi and chat, your Fifi mm. and um, uh, Sharon fights. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just like Latrice being wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And I just mean like historically in the show, like I love the workroom, but I'm... I'm a little unique in that way. Like, I yeah. like that moment where they're, like, just being themselves Yeah, a I just bit. was like, oh, man, I wish just, I just, uh, I just, it was fun to watch, but I yeah. wish it would, had sped up a little bit. Yeah. But again, I, 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 first, beggars can't be choosers, but secondly, it's like, I'm only, resp- I'm only complaining about it because I'm spoiled by how great the show is. Right? Uh, like, because, yeah, because you're used to the next generation. Exactly. So we'll stumble through the show. Let's talk about them getting back in the workroom. Uh, Alexis, you know, we have Latrilla gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Latrilla's gone. Um, and uh, uh, were you gagged or were you like this when they left? Were you like, that made sense? If you, from was, what you can recall. Uh, I, I, I was I was bummed. I was definitely bummed. Yeah. I love Latrice yeah. so much. And I still think that even even after her sort of um, – the, the sort of uh, – uh, the the way that she was received in the last episode, the last season of All Stars, where mm-hmm. people were like, "She's not pulling her weight, or she's she's not stepping right. up, or whatever." It's like, right? She's still so fucking legendary and so special to see on TV, yeah, and so special within the realm of the show that yeah. it was that that you know whether the decision was ro- right or wrong, I was just. It's always a bummer not to see Latrice champion. Latrice could have her own Drag Race spinoff, and of it's course. like it's it, it it could almost be called like Legendary Queen, right? And like the theme is here's how you be the legendary drag queen that built drag queen legacies. Yeah, I think the idea too is that like in watching her in her original season, mm-hmm. she she um she supersedes any um like. Uh, uh, she supersedes any like expectation you might have of you know a like uh, uh, a, a, a former I hate saying criminal but she, like she was in jail for right. like probably nonsense you know but yeah. nevertheless like she's in she was in jail like it was like for fees that like were like uh, uh, court fees she right, didn't which is why fully I don't like deal with criminal. it doesn't it's not correct right but exactly just the idea that that this person was in jail and that you know as a as a boy he wears these like beanies and he's like <laughs> he's not you know conventionally attractive or uh-huh. whatever and the the moment that you meet him and understand his personality and see him in drag everything changes and it's that's a quietly revolutionary in just the way it, through through my eyes it feels it's like in, yeah he, that and like getting to know him it's like you just fall in love with him, and he, shocking. He, yeah, he just kind of supersedes any expectation you might have of him. So any time he he gets let go on the show, right. is just devastating. And also, Latrice like understands how silly it all is. Like one of my favorite yes. quotes of hers from season four is like, she's like, so, you know, someone's freaking out, and and then she like has a great talking head moment where she's like, really, yeah, really, dude. Or I think it was Dita talking about like, I don't eat. <laughs> I don't eat certain fruit foods in front of people because they're ignorant. 
And <laughs> Latrice is like, really? Yeah. You're a dude in a wig. Right. It's not that serious. Right. And the ability to both like be in the Matrix but make fun of the Matrix yeah. is incredibly powerful. Yes. Uh, thing that yes. Latrice possesses. I, I love her so much. And so, yeah, it's a bummer. Amaze. Always sad to see her go. I got to keep talking about what happens in the episode. Alexis actively hates Manila and is glad she's gone. <laughs> I mean, what a funny. Sometimes I wonder how real these <laughs> fights are. Or these, I mean, it's like it's real life. So it's like and, and they're kind of co-workers. Right. So of course, there's going to be fights and riffs and, you know, with someone like Fifi, it's like yikes! Like she seems unhinged <laughs> in her yikes. in her like bullydom. Truly, then you hear you you see something like Manila versus Alexis, and it feels real. And it's just like yeah. it's very naive of me and very Pollyanna ish. But I'm like, why can't we all just get along? Like they're all so you know incredible in what they do, right? And all providing their own language and taste and style. And I guess I'm just like, oh, I wish I wish there weren't there wasn't fighting. If for some reason, their fight feels like like professional contemporaries. Mm. Like it doesn't bother me as much because it, it just feels like when you're when you're just like it, it, it. What it's weird to say, but like it feels the way that you fuck with like another athlete. Yeah, you're like you're an athlete. Right. I see your skill level, but also fuck you, dude. Right. <laughs> like, and they but they can be polite. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's it's like. The lay of the land a little bit. It's the it's the lay of the land. It's like it's like a it's like work fighting. I miss that obviously because now we're in this like little different era where everyone's like seeing producing themselves and right. careful. Obviously, we've talked about it a lot on this podcast. But like people don't want to be destroyed online by the scary gays. I've also never, I never watch Untucked. Yeah, <laughs> I never have. And and if I missing out. I know, but if I, and that's what friends say too, but if I tried to explain why, mm -hmm. I guess would be because I don't care about the fighting or the, I, I don't care about the conflicts really. Right. Like, sure, there's, they're real, it's, it could be interesting plot points across the arc of the show, but I never care enough to watch them like argue with each other. Really? Yeah, because it feels, I love the fight. It feels, it feels like a separate, sh it is a separate show. It is. And it's just not a narrative that I like. It's not that I'm for or against it. I'm just not interested in it. Why do I love it so much? I don't know. I mean, people people do love watching fighting on TV. I love it. Well, you know, I mean, to quote Barbara Walters, I want I want to you know make sparks. Right. <laughs> like I want to see those sparks fly. Yeah. And for some reason, I love, and I think I do love when there's like we're. I mean, obviously, you know, as queer people, we're the best. We're the best at fighting because we've had years of wounds yep. and, and years of defending ourselves with humor yep. and uh, reads and all that I, fun stuff. I think what surprises me often is the idea that especially like drag mm -hmm. race contestants are a minority within a minority. They are established drag queens, yeah. you know, who are who are on this cultural phenomenon. So yeah. they're like, you know, special within special within special. And so at that point, I'm like, why are you fighting? Like, you guys, have, they've like made it to such a certain degree and they've received such an amount of, even if they're not like, even if they're not like Aquaria or whatever, they're mm -hmm. still like considered special because they've made it onto the show. And so I'm just like, why are they fighting there? But I, I know now it's like, it's obviously contrived and there's, sure. you know, produce self-producing in that realm. But sure. I again, like I just never, I never cared. But I also I don't care it. about like watching fighting really in any genre. Oh yeah, you need your brain is 
too good. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't like eating trash. And I know I love eating trash. I just, <laughs> I just love your eating, brain like, doesn't like watching trash. Right. I watch for the colors. I think it's such a, <laughs> the show's so colorful that I'm into it. Yeah. But I but I don't watch like yeah I don't want really watch like shows where people fight. There's a little bit on like. I just watch Real Housewives of New York. That's my only like Bravo show uh-huh. because it's. I still think it's the weirdest, the weirdest show in the whole <laughs> franchise. And like you, can't, that is a kind of weird that is hard to come up with. Yeah, you know the the weird the the, the story like like Bethany and her <laughs> weird hus- ex husband and Luann thinking she's a singer. Like that's a type oh. of weird trash that I like because it okay. it is so bizarre. The show the is so bizarre. Has a real history on this podcast. Oh, she does. Yeah, her spirit and ghost has been with us, actually haunting the space for months now. <laughs> yeah. Ever since Matt Rogers invoked her right. via uh, uh, a gay seance. She's um, so. She's. They're so weird. They're all. She they're has weirdos. like music. Music, but she can't sing, and the music is bad. But people go see her because it's so bad. It's good. She's like yeah. a Florence Foster Jenkins type. <laughs> yes, which is crazy. Oh my god, that is the first time it's all made sense to right? me. Right, and somebody said that to me too, and it blew my mind. <laughs> She's Florence Foster Jenkins. She thinks she can sing. Then people tell her she can't sing, or people are afraid to on the show. Sure, but they tell her, and she doesn't fully believe it. But then people show up in droves because it's a train wreck. Yeah, I prefer calling her a William Hung of today's totally. world. But I yeah. will tell you this. I went to the, one of her first shows in New York. Okay. Thinking, this is like at the very beginning, thinking this will be really fun because she's in on the joke. Uh, I was like, this, not. this will be fun because it's like a room of like gay guys and straight women. Right. And they're so excited. And I'm like, okay, so these people all get camp. And Countess gets camp and understands this is campy. Mm-hmm. She was so earnest in a way that was <laughs> really depressing to me because I, at that point, everything the, everything in my eyes changed because here all of a sudden was a room full of gay guys and straight women yeah. laughing at her. <laughs> now was, you're watching just a slaughter. That's the thing. And it's like, and, and she's, she <laughs> divvies up the show where it's like, she basically does like three songs and she's... I, we'd be it'd be generous to call her singing like she's like <laughs> doing the B Arthur like talk sing you know <laughs> and then she's bringing on like people who are mus- who are like performers and musicians in between it's it was just the weirdest moment because I couldn't <laughs> believe that she had no sense of humor about it at all she really thought she because you can't go on stage and <laughs> sing like she does if if you don't actually think you're good because it's cr- that's a disconnect. <laughs> You know what I, I mean? Either. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. I, don't I was like, like it. I was so bummed because I really thought, oh, she's in on the joke. This will be fun, and uh, you know, this will be fun and light and airy. And it was very tragic. It was tragic, tragic comic. No, yeah, no, no, no. Her spirit haunts every space it Truly. enters, and uh, her ghost will live on for eons and eons. Chic, say la vie, say bon, say bon, <laughs> say bon, <laughs> say bon. Uh, so next in the app, we ha- I have to go back. Next in the app, we have just you know the talk of who's going next, who's gonna die. Chad says she's a motherfucking assassin, but it felt very ADR-y. Uh, <laughs> and we have our mini challenge of cheerleading. They love doing cheerleading on the show. Yeah, that's this true. This is like the third time it's shown up. Right, because they did well, it this like season two, right? With Yeah, I think there's definitely a season three cheer challenge. Didn't Am I wrong or am I imagining Silky as a cheerleader at some point? Silky, maybe. Is that right? Or maybe I'm just imagining her in an outfit that... Rem- 
The, the, she also were like a band chorus line cheer. Maybe she uh, was also a cheerleader. I can't remember. Oh, did they do a cheerleading mini challenge on Eleven? I can't. Okay, remember. here's what they did on season three. They do one where they make over the these guys jocks and frocks. Uh huh. And they have to also do a cheer on safe sex. Right. And that's when Raja explains to Sharon Osbourne what barebacking is. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, what is barebacking, darling? Then there's also the uh, um, <laughs> the one with uh, season with nine, Eureka, right? Season nine, right. yes, where Eureka's leg comes off. Right. That one was incredibly volatile and dangerous. Very, yes, scary. That's like a full maxi challenge. And then this one also, we're just cheer reading. Am they I thinking of the? It's it. like the Olympics, maybe. That's what I'm thinking of, right? Olympics with was Silky? season eleven. Yeah. That's not cheerleading, though. I guess not, because there was some ribbon twirling and right. stuff. Right, that's what I'm thinking of. The ribbons, yeah, that's not cheerleading. Okay. Yes. Well, I just wanted to say this. Their cheerleading happens. They all look insane. Um, there's some also some really light racism in this. Oh. There's uh, some weird moments. There's a lot of POC on POC queen yeah. uh, 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 shit that happens yes. in these earlier seasons where, like, yes. One POC queen says, you look like Jackie Chan. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I mean, it it's is pretty, pretty crazy. crazy. When we uh, talk about being ashy, like, with each other, it's uh-huh. like, well, they can do it. And so they're uh-huh. giving us permission to laugh. And it's, you know, it's so funny. Uh-huh. But it is, it does feel very, like, at this point, a little outdated. Right. And I love also when Chad cared. gets called old. She just laughs at herself. You know what's funny? I, th- I think this was the first season of the show that I watched because my boyfriend at the time had Wrote me into watching it because uh-huh. I thought I would never be interested. Uh-huh. And I remember how me and my boyfriend and his friends were kind of jarred by Chad Michael's face. Oh, me too. You know, it's it is jarring. Because it's jarring. It's so uncanny. It's but uncanny. The, but then you know the magic of TV and the editors and the show and just his personality. You fall in love pretty so quick. Lovely. Yeah, I and remember watching a, season four yeah. and being like, "This person has to go." That's it. And, and, and then and being like, "Wait, this is one of the best humans I've ever met." Sorry, that must be this this season that I first Maybe. watched the show because it was meeting Chad. You're like, "Oh my Ugh. god, it's so jarring." And then you just fall in love. You just fall in love. And yeah. You see, he's this lovely man and his. His devotion to his craft, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And yeah. there's those, uh, there's those uh, a way too candid moments where he's talking to his boyfriend, and his boyfriend's like, I love you too, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's so um, cute. They're just these moments of like, wow, these people are real. Yeah. Uh, okay, Chanel looks like a mythical pig from Spirited Away because um, her makeup, because of her makeup, is right. what I'm saying. Right. It's um, intense. They're, all the reads were pretty funny. The go home read is really funny from <laughs> Rujubi. That's a good read. Yes, it is good. Um, go home. Go home. Shad's feels like a Tolkien poem. Yes. Like it feels a little weird. Uh, unwieldy. It feels like when your mom, like when you like get bullied by kids and your mom's like, here's what you say to them. Right, right. Here's what you use back. You have hair of wheat, long and straight <laughs> like the sun. It it's feels like, like he's no. never done it before. Like, <laughs> I know, like a right? Read, but he has to have. Oh, well, the mini, do you think the right team won in the mini challenge? Yes, I do. I do too. Yeah. Well, we're going to dig into the maxi challenge right after this break.
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earning is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ah, we're back. Oh, what a good break. Beautiful break. Did you have a good time? Oh, it's such a, such a beautiful break. So the challenge is girl groups. Yes. And they have, we have, we have the daughters of famous ladies. Yes. Who are arguably also stars in their own right coming in. We have the daughter of Sharon Osbourne. Kelly. Kelly. We have the daughter of Vanessa Williams. Jillian Hervey. Hello. And Whom I we, love because yes. she's in the band Lion Babe. I didn't know that. This band really is so good. Really? And I didn't even know this was Vanessa's daughter for a long time. Because she's a, she, the band is so good in its own right. Yeah, she is so. 
They, they, I love their music. Fuck. Lion well, she's Babe. fucking killed the episode. Oh, she's the best. And the daughter of Pia Zadora. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't know either. I want to I've heard say... B. Arthur say her name like in her one woman show, but I still never bothered Pia. to look it up. <laughs> I don't know either. I want to say I found out at some point. And I was like, oh, that's who that is. She seems um, the least interested in actually being there. She really shits the bed in yeah. this or or like I mean I don't know if it's the edit no it's not the no, editor because it's not the edit she's just like she's just the kind of person who's like when you're like let's go we're gonna go to this fun um fusion restaurant and she's like I don't know what I eat what there. am I gonna eat <laughs> oh I don't what about pad thai can we just get pad right, thai right, and you're right. like oh my god right um yeah, I don't know why she signed up for the show. She seems to hate it. Yeah. Um, they have to pick a song and then do a little number to it. Which song would you pick of these, Elliot? You have to be in a Let's girl see. group. They did uh Cover Girl, right. Glamazon, right. and Jealous of My Boogie. Um I think it would be Glamazon. Mm. Yeah. Because there's just a lot to I mean, every all of the songs have something to work. No, you know what? I think to win the challenge, I would pick Cover Girl. Right. That seems the most um spunky mm-hmm. and fruitful for like playing with however however you want to play with it. Yeah. And but wait, I'm trying to forget which one did Juju be sing? Jealous of my boogie. Okay, cuz that was killer. It was killer. I was surprised her, her that they did killer. that. I mean, her lip syncs are always the fucking best. Yeah. I I was surprised that they picked the same song they did on their season. Right. Because I would think you'd want to do something you haven't done. Cause like, yeah, that's true. I don't know. But maybe they were just like, wait, we can use this to our advantage because yeah. we're comfortable with it. I will say I was like, I, I didn't, I understood the challenge, but I was still surprised when it was like, oh, wait, it's girls singing the songs. Oh, my God. It just kind of <laughs> like, not, it was like, wait, what? And it, can you it believe? makes sense, but, uh, but it took a second for me to, to kind of like process it. Can you believe how many times they've repackaged these songs? Well, that I mean, that's part of Rue's genius. It's, it's like, genius. It's genius. It's also a way of having to pay any fees for nothing to, to labels for their publishing. Because she just signs a piece of paper that says, "I." It's really it's okay brilliant. It's really it's brilliant. Because wait, they've we've had a girl group challenge with this. We've had a pitch perfect challenge. Mm-hmm. All Stars Three had a challenge where we had divas impersonating the style of divas singing Rue songs. Right. 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 We and also every every season the there's a th- so- one theme song mm-hmm. new single by Rue that the girls sing and also usually going down the the runway it has a Rue song uh-huh. it's all just like built in marketing that's just brilliant it is brilliant there's even another thing oh we've even had ones where like in season three where like you all have to sing the same song yes. in different musical genre styles. Yes, so funny. I think we all know, remember where we were when Carmen Carrera sang a reggae version <laughs> of, uh, uh, what, what song was it? Now that the time has come, whatever that adrenaline? is. Adrenaline? No. No, it's not adrenaline. Um, maybe it's Superstar. Anyway, she knows how to repackage the same it's thing brilliant. a trillion times. Yeah, she, she's not, it, it's not a joke that she's brilliant at marketing herself. No. She does it. Not she kills a joke. It. It's smart. And then it may, honestly, there's songs, Rue songs I've heard where I was like, I don't like that. And then, and truly, then they grow on you. They grow on you. They like, really grow on you. Like a zombie outbreak. Yes. Crawling across your skin. And you're like, I can just cut off my leg. They grow on you. It's crazy. Keeps they going. all do. It gets all gonna of spread. Them. Um, I, lo- I love like I love Jealous of My Boogie, but me I really too. peanut butter is like a genuine song. They haven't used peanut butter a lot on the show. No. But peanut butter is so good. You like it? I love it. 
I kind of hate it, but maybe I hate like it. I love it because it's that like big Frigia bounce. And I can, all uh-huh. I think of is like Shangela, mm-hmm. you know, it's so funny. It's so fun, fun, fun. I love it. It but is. I think some of the, yeah, I think some of her songs, Adrenaline's a, a great. Adrenaline's amazing. Great song. If I think that would probably be her strongest, you know, her strongest song. Just song period? Yeah. Ooh, Sissy I that think Walk Sissy is also that, wonderful. Yeah, Sissy That Walk's up there. And I feel like only in recent, the recent, like the last year or two, I feel like I've heard her songs played like on the radio or like at the gym or like, yeah. I feel like I hear them in like mainstream formats now, which is again, like that's awesome. That's a big deal. Yeah. It's a huge deal. Cause Oh wow. The checks she's getting must be so lovely. Oh yes. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Just to take <laughs> a house, bite out of part the of that house check. that she built the one world of wonder, the house that Rue built. It is or cool. Vice versa. How it's, like it's, it's very vice versa. Yeah. How like she has been with the Fenton and the Randy yeah. ever since that first video for, uh, uh, work. Yeah. You I better mean, work. Right. Yeah. They and, like and, made that video. And their story is, it's like, Producers who started in like nightlife and uh-huh. kind of the artsy world, like that's so fascinating to me. They yeah. really like f- stayed true to their vision and their aesthetic and made yeah. it like a mainstream thing, which I think is incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. I've met them. They were very nice. I met them at DragCon and got to interview them a little bit. They were awesome. Yeah, I bet. I hope they continue to take over the gay world and then the straight world. Yeah, for sure. I even bought a WoW Presents Plus subscription. Look at you. Look well, you at have me. To. It's in your job I'm giving back. I know. The Work the World series, by the way, is actually awesome. I'm sure. I should it's, probably watch that. It's a show I've wanted. I've wanted to be a show for years where it's just like seeing the queens on the road. It is so fascinating to think about what that looks like as yeah. an economy, as a job. Like yeah. Wh- how you make a living doing it. Because we, when you're on Drag Race, if you're a viewer like me, like you take for granted what goes into their lives, mm-hmm. how they get here, you know, what does it take to get, how long did it take to get here? Do they, what's their like quote unquote training? Who's right. their drag mother? Where'd they start? Like that's interesting to me, fascinating to to think, to yeah. understand the full breadth of like what they do and how they got there. And there's genuinely unproduced drama in it, which is just the easiest drama of like, bitch, you're late. Right. Bitch, you're late to the meet and greet, and now we all have to stay an extra hour after the show because contractually you had to meet the queens. It's just like, oh, that's unproduced real drama. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I mean, for for me, like, everyone thinks this is hilarious, but, like, I have a real soft spot for Cameron Michaels. Yeah. (laughs) Because I love – because as I've tried to explain to people who are detractors or who think I'm crazy for for loving her, my whole thing was that I thought she was a completely sort of forgettable – contestant and forgettable in the sense that like she didn't stand out not that she was a bad at anything it was just right. like I she agree. didn't stand out to me and I didn't even I didn't know her name and then once she started lip syncing I was like holy shit she's right. so fun to watch and she's the one queen really uh, who I go back and watch videos of over and over again because I'm hypnotized by her dancing. I'm hypnotized by her lip sync. I'm hypnotized. It's pretty amazing and to, she's someone who's like I didn't I counted out forever. I counted out I, I counted out of the race. Oh, that's what I mean. Yes, me yeah, too. Yeah, I agree I was, with you. Because she, she enters the workroom in a bullshit look. She enters ooh, the workroom in like an awful wig. housewife look. Yeah, but also like a rough, like it's not my place to, it's not, I have no ground to stand on when it comes sure, to like talking about. because drag is so hard. Yeah, I, but I, but in retrospect, I think even she has said like, what was I thinking? Like <laughs> what bad, was I doing? Bad, the, the dress was weird and mm-hmm. the, the wig looked kind of 
off or like like just didn't look at it fit correctly. Shiny. But then it Cry she, along. But then she kills it. I yeah. think because I just love watching her lip sync. She's fierce. And I want to know how she got there. You know, like I that's yeah. someone I'm like, oh now I want to know your backstory. Yeah. And I want to see videos of you growing to become the per- same thing with like Trixie. Like I love I love like understanding yeah. the, the the sort of uh, uh, formation of Trixie as she is now. Yeah, and she's and we're friendly, and and she did my uh, my live show. Amazing. And we like my <laughs> my producer Seth, who's um, straight, uh, helped put together like the po- we do a similar poster each month, um, but we you know we change it up based on the guests, and he used um, a pretty an older. Um, um, photo. image of Trixie and she was like what are you doing like <laughs> not mean about her or anything but she's like why would you use that one I was like oh my my producer's straight like he didn't he doesn't know you know he didn't know that he you had have, no like, clue yeah and she still looks like Trixie of course but it's it's not it's not Trixie as she is now as refined yes yeah yeah you I did notice that you go back even when you watch like season seven you go back and see and you're like oh yeah that is different but it's fascinating because of course it's a journey yeah and of course they don't enter perfect uh, you know, in any job, you don't enter perfectly, it's but it's fascinating. so fascinating to see how somebody gets from point A to Z right. and has developed and changed and grown and, you know, how they get there. That's fascinating. I me. saw this picture of Brooklyn Heights from 2011 and she looks like a fucking gutter slut. Mm. Um, she she looks just like like a Tampa queen. But then how do and then like it's so fascinating. How do you get no shade better? Tampa queens? But how do you get quote unquote <laughs> Tampa queens? That's a great drag name. Tampa, Tampa queens. queens. How, but how do you how did like how does Brooke I don't know learn to to perfect her what she does? Trial and error. It's fascinating. Trial and error. Okay, I have to get back in the app or else our listeners are going to stab us. <laughs> um, so we are back in the workroom. They are now working with their queens. Can you believe how unfun it seems to work with Chanel? Oh, I was going to say how fun, how unfun it seems to work with uh, Katie. With Katie Z. Oh so my god. So let's talk about Chanel's thing. Chanel's like, can you imagine like ordering a family style dinner with Chanel? Do you know uh, what I god, mean? It's a lot. She's, a lot. She's, she's got. She's she's dominant. She's kind of like an RA who like yeah. over explains how your dorm room works. You know what's so funny about Chanel too? Not <laughs> not to get too off topic, but please, it's 2012. Yes, and she her fashion is so 2012. I guess the idea. That she's, <laughs> I'm like, is she wearing like Ed Hardy? It's so, her boy look is so funny. It's her so boy of the look. era. This like this like Von Dutch Ed Hardy like John Gosselin look. And it's so, it's just so, it's Her really. Her boy look is funny to it's me. It's really funny. That It's very Gosselin. It's Holy John Gosselin shit. on a boat with the guy from Von Dutch. Like, to me, it is like Myrtle Beach bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like hot, like it's like, okay, I see. <laughs> right. You're hiding in plain sight. Myrtle Beach bottom. <laughs> like for some reason you're like, are you, you're wearing like those plaid cargo shorts, but like. Right. Something about that butthole says it's just ve- it's just very fu- it's just very funny in that it's so old looking. It, it, yes. it makes the footage look like like again. I'm like this is from 2012, but wasn't Von Dutch like way earlier? So it's all kind of confusing. It also makes sense of like if you're like a sickening queen, you're like I can't keep up right with every. I can't keep up with my boy fashion and my girl fashion. Like that's although a lot of the queens have you know at least in earlier seasons chose to look really didn't seem to. Give a shit about what they look like in the boy in the as boys. Yeah, and it's so funny because it's like it's. I think that's equally as important now. Maybe not as important as the drag, but you know, you're still on TV and you're still 
That's it's a lot so of, changed. Yeah. And you're also seeing a lot more gender queer yes. uh, 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 clothing. Yeah, versus like cargo pants and flip flops. Right. There used to be almost pressure yeah. from this sort of old transphobic yep. uh, ideas of what a drag queen is. That's right. Especially when you watch earlier drag episodes and they're just like, I'm not, you, are you a, are you a, and I apologize for the trigger warning, but they say things like, are you a T? Are right. you a this? Right. And it's like accusatory. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. and now it's like Evie and, you know, everybody's got like cool sort of like gender queer yeah. clothing and it makes sense. Aquarius wearing totally. weird shit. It's great. I love it. Monet's wearing weird shit in yep. the workroom and it's like, cool. Yeah, fuck I yeah. I love it. Um, okay, what else? Chanel's Chad saying like, girl, why are you trying to choreograph this? And even though you're not a dancer. Right. I love the subtle shade that Chad delivers. Chad gives shade, but it's very direct and kind. Yes. It's, it's just it's like, very like, oh God, I was going to say wise old soul, but it's, it's, it's not that it's not a wise old thing. It's just like he's, Chad is clearly a man who's been, res- who's like earned his respect and doesn't feel the need to like. You know, yeah, the the claws don't need to come out. It's just like, let's change this, let's move this, and like chill. I'm just gonna try to help you not look boo boo the fool. Yeah, that's like and like genuinely like, hey, I like you, but like you're fucking you're fucking it up right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rue comes in to poke. They show her the strap dance. Um, Hey, just out of curiosity, what kind of girl group would you be a part of, Elliot? Brownstone. (gasps) Oh, what the hell is that? (laughs) It's you were ready. They had the song um, um, "If You Love Me." It was like that night. It was a '90s. Sing it. If you love me, say it. If you love me, oh yeah. If you need me, oh my God, Elliot. Yeah. But it's like, Wait, I'm swooning over here. Oh, swoon away. Yeah, that's right. You can sing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I do sing. Yeah, you do sing. Yeah, thank you. Okay, well, but I'm they swooning were, they were over the best. here. They, they did, they did like this song that was in the movie Living Out Loud, which nobody saw. Uh, it was like a movie with like Holly Hunter, Danny DeVito, and okay. Queen Latifah. What? Really weird movie that like closeted teenage me was in, was in love with. And there's a really strange dance sequence like a lesbian dance sequence with holly hunter to that song from the band brownstone okay. and it's the best I, I i love brownstone amazing yeah amazing i want to be a part of something like eurovisiony yeah trashy okay, sure tattoo or oh <laughs> you and i tattoo you um, and i although i do Just have a I. soft spot for all saints the all saints alt, the alt spice girls basically there was an oh my god there's a greek pop group called antique um <laughs> and they almost won eurovision but later on helena paparizou ah. uh, won eurovision on her own she Got was part it. of antique there was also a group called lucky twice okay there's this song that and i'm gonna try to sing it but here we go it's it's really trashy it's like i'm so lucky lucky i'm so lovely lovely was that Amer- in america no. It was a Eurovision. I think it was like Irish, oh, perhaps. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, the name of the group is Lucky Twice. The name of the single is Lucky Lucky. And the name of the debut album is what? Lucky. Lucky, lucky tw- oh, got it. <laughs> it, it, they, it. They were just that group where like, this is our whole platform. Yeah. The other and, girl group that I love that I also have a very soft spot for is Dream. Oh, I wrote down Dream. <laughs> I love Dream. I want to be a part of Dream because oh. I love that they're all basic bitches. I love. They all look like every girl no I grew up with on Long Island. To unlock. But the the the, beat, the 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 percussion, all their songs is so. It's oh like yeah, thirty fourth notes. It <gasps> makes me so. It makes the music nerd in me so happy. It's everything. It's, that it's like P Diddy. Like yes, so fast. 
I yes. love that. It's that P. Diddy production. It is. Okay, so then we're poking at Jar Lexus. They're going to do some voguing. Super into voguing right now. Katie Z is being already difficult. Very difficult. Now they're running choreo on the stage. Okay, uh, Jar Lexus is on the stage. Um, ja- uh, Jada's doing that thing. I think you can relate as a writer or creative where like you're just pitching and gaining no momentum. Nothing's happening. I hate that. Yeah, nothing's happening. It's just like talking to talk. What do you do when someone's like that where you're like, you're just pitching and you're not like, you're not helping us move forward with the pitch. You gotta gotta reach, you gotta find your inner Chad Michaels and just say it and move on. Mm -hmm. You know, get it done. Unreal. When someone's just like, or maybe this. Right. Or maybe this. You know what? Or maybe this. Then we have, we're on stage with Rujubi. The editing is unclockable. The editing really like, is like, we're going to be fine. Yep, yep, yep. And then we have Shad with Jillian and Chanel's being extra and saying, don't put your leg in my face don't when you kick leg. it up. But you know what? She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Because she says the judges are going to clock me on this. And it's like, yeah, she's not wrong. They, they'd be like, your, your face, you could, you could see Michelle being like, we couldn't see your face. Truly. So I get it. Truly. But she, Chad's also right when she's just like, move her leg. Move your leg. Then move her leg. Move the leg, right. It's like, then it, it this, like, instead of creating problems, problem solved. Yes. I have to appreciate that. Then we're, okay, well, something I really miss is we get the hotel room montage. Oh, it's like, what is this? I miss it! <laughs> it's very project run, it. early Project Runway. Yes. And you'd see them, like, waking up. Who, wait, who was the, was it Jujubi who was standing, who was, like, on her head? Let's see. No, we have Raven hits the alarm. She's waking <laughs> up. We have Alexis opening the blinds. Right. Chanel doing a headstand. Chanel doing a headstand against the bed. It made no sense. It was like, made no is sense. this meditation? What is like, this? Girl, your form's off. It was so funny. That's not good for your spine also it really takes you out of the show yeah i wonder what creatives were like or who was like we don't have to do that anymore who kn- or, or who said we have to just because it's kind I of think a it mainstay. Was project runway yeah it was just yeah. kind of but it, it made no it was like it was just so it's so weird it's so weird it is weird and it's only like you know six seconds like it's and so short there's also shots of people showering right which means like they were like okay put on these shorts right we're gonna get a shot of you showering your torso yeah it's very so that weird people at home understand it's you live in a hotel yes it's very strange because otherwise the audience would be like where did they come where from are they? <laughs> <laughs> did they go behind a wall <laughs> um we're back in the workroom uh, great. Kelly talks about being bullied for her jaw. I think she is just a stunningly gorgeous human. I think so too. She used to annoy me, but I, mm-hmm. I, I can appreciate her, and I like the way she talks about herself. I do too. She's fucking cool, man. She is cool. She seems like a, a cool, you know, a person who's like, yes, she's born into wealth, but her family dynamic was is so interesting that it yeah. seems like it made her a. A strong person who knows herself. I loved the connection that she and Jarlexis have as yeah. this, like, I don't want to say, they're not like ESL, but they both have a unique angle on how their dialect has affected yeah. their lives. They're talking about their their grasp on the English language. Right. And, and, not, and Jar- <laughs> Alexis can't understand Jot on either language. Yeah, when that makes, and when Kelly breaks into laughter from Alexis saying that sometimes we can't understand each other in the same language. I mean. It's so great. That's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. Okay, then we have Chad and Chanel's moment where they're talking about uh, how, like, oh my God, when Chad goes to Chanel's mom's funeral. Yeah, and she's like, and I love Debbie. I loved her, you know, and it's like. Debbie. Debbie. Oh. But also, like, that is a moment that is so fascinating because, again, it's a weird, interesting peek behind the curtain as to, mm-hmm. like, 
what it what is life for them as coworkers, as friends? Like, yes, they're drag queens, which is like an outrageously unique job. Uh-huh. But they still have the their friends, they fight, they were fighting for I also love Chad's sentiment that it's like we wasted so much time not being friends. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a great sentiment. We wasted time. Why waste all that time? And this is just one of the reasons why she wins, where it's just like, oh, my God. How can you not love her? A perfect human. Perfect. Okay. Then we uh, – God, I, I could talk about that forever, but I love that – and Chanel's more cool than she was in season one. If you go back mm. and watch season one, she's an asshole. Yeah. Um, and she's more like, you know what? I was an asshole. Right. Um, okay. Katie is now being a problem with the makeup. That was the real that, – oh. that, that, that to me really that, – that sunk the episode. Not, it not did. the episode itself, but just the – that really turned me against her because it's like, yeah. look, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to show up and like not let them do what they do. Like what do you mean you don't wear a lot of makeup? You Girl. This is like give it – give it – like give yourself away to them. They are the, – this is their – they're the masters of their craft. Like let you- – trust them. You are like the white girl at a bachelorette party <laughs> at Mickey's on Come Tum Tuesday. Oh God! Like you are not at the right you and you're and you're, you're just not like at the everyone right be venue. quiet. It's right. my day. Right. It was really upsetting. Everyone's trying to catch loads and she's trying to throw her bouquet. <laughs> Anyways, we're on the runway now. Rue's look is amazing. She has this like electrified early '90s boudoir owner. I lived. <laughs> yes. I lived. Did you like it? It looked great. Let's talk about these performances. We have the Savage Sisters. Uh, I thought they were pretty fucking fierce. Yeah, they really were. They really were the most rehearsed. I think so. It just made the most sense. It made the most sense. That's a hard act to follow. And how could you go wrong with... uh, 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 Yes. Jillian. Jillian. You How could you? can't go wrong. No, she dances. She's splitting in like the first 10 seconds of the also, song. Also, at the end of the song, the way she lifts her legs so easily, so high, I was like, wait, what? I know. That it's like inhuman. A, it's like an elevator slowly Truly, rising Truly, so crazy. Unreal. But yeah, she's so easy to watch. She's so charismatic. I like their looks. I like their looks actually the least, but they just gave the best performance. They did. They really did. Yeah. I like Chad's was, hair. I did too. I loved it. I did too. It was like Debbie Reynolds. Yes, it was great. But once again, it's somehow old but new. Yes. Okay, then the next group is Fanny Shosha. Right. Kelly what is Osborne. That? What, am I missing a joke there? Fanny Shosha? I think Shosha is like a, a nickname for oh, Cho- puss. Oh, Cho- I'm thinking Chocha, the way right? Missy Elliott would say it. Yeah, Fanny Shosha, yeah. that makes sense. So butt pussy? Because right? Cause right. <laughs> so the name of the group is butt pussy. Because remember Sh- Miss, Missy Elliott would say, I need, to, I need to shave my Shosha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's slang. It's probably uh, it's probably fun slang. I think their looks are amazing. Yeah, I thought they were pretty good, but yeah, they, they did feel good. a little sleepy. At it's times. Katie's fault. No, no. Well, this is the group with Kelly. Oh, did you like the group with Kelly wait. and Jarlexis? Oh yes, I. Oh um, I guess sorry, I got confused. They were wearing the purpley looks. Yes, I loved their looks. They were pretty good. I thought the voguing could be sharper. Yeah, and, felt but, a little but sleepy. But Katie also really. Kelly gave it her all, yes. which I liked a lot. Um, but yeah, no, it was fun. Yeah, and then Katie in V three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there, <clears throat> Jujube is stars, but Katie's pretty sleepy. Yeah, but Jujube's lip syncing is was so striking and so good, and it, it just was. made up for it. And I loved it. I loved her. I, they made me. I mean, I literally like forgot about Katie. I know. Damn it. Um, okay, we have to keep going because we know she's basic. Uh, they talk about fucking with the lights on during critiques. <laughs> Do great. you bonk with the lights on, Elliot? Uh, I, I think the fans the and listeners need on. to know. Uh, lights on, lights off. Dim. 
Me too. <laughs> dim. Super dim. I mean, who wants who wants the like the lights on? I literally, yeah. I need I need like that dimness. Dim. If I feel like light invading my eyes, no. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. It can't be like bright bright light. You don't want to be like no. looking at it like you're interrogated. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I hate Although it. Although with the lights off completely, that's also fun. That's also funny too to me. Yeah, like in the dark, like that's also just funny. It is like yeah. You like, need like one lamp. Yeah, I need to. I need a little silhouette. <laughs> right. I need the. I need to see like the like yeah. the the little like the form of Correct. someone. Right. I want to see the shadow of a dick. Yes, the shadow. Uh, uh, the shadow, but I also want to see that like highlighted edge. Right. Of course. Of the nuts. <laughs> of course. Um. Okay. We're in the bottom. The highlighted two. edge of the nuts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's your the title of your autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> So now we're in the bottom two. We un un, un- uh, there's well, like Ruth says, it's hard to split hairs. The they odds have are to bad. Split hairs because they're all really good. They're all really good. The odds are bad. The odds are bad. And so we have Jarlexis versus Rujubi, Raven versus Alexis. Yes. And this lip sync for Doncha. Doncha. What do you think? Um, I was surprised. I, I thought they would. I thought Jujubi would do it. I know. I was surprised that Raven did it, mm-hmm. but of course she was great. She um, was she was more like she has great fuck me energy. She does, yeah, very pussycat dolls. Yeah. Um, with uh, J- uh, Alexis, um, I thought it was fun. I don't think Jara changed anything by buzzing her out, by buzzing herself in. Right. It didn't step it up for me in a way no. that I think if it did, could have potentially. You I know, was like won. glad to see it work because we haven't seen this gimmick fun. happen yeah. at all in the season. Yeah. But also, I almost wonder if the editing was a little spooky. Right, it I, was a little, hmm. a little weird. But I do love the the slow mo of Michelle's react of like of their reaction to, oh. to Jara hitting the buzzer, which I actually right. don't think was reaction to that. Yeah, it looked in editing like it didn't, it wasn't synchronized that way. But also, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Um, All I want to do is see Alexis Mateo play Alicia Keys. <laughs> that is yeah. my that is one of my favorite things ever because it was so Alicia good. is so subversively being like, basically being like Alicia Keys is a butch lesbian. Yes, that's like the energy she's feeding you, and the joke of it, the, the what's so funny about that is it's like, well, I don't think anybody ever said that, or or if if they have thought that, they haven't necessarily said it out loud. And Alexis so clearly thinks that's understood across the board that's the character she chooses it is that is so funny to and me she also is super interactive with amber rose which oh, is I like i love it i love it like and anytime you can have an active character game you're like oh, i want God. to fuck you it's the best it's great it's the best unfortunately darlexis goes home yes. i mean someone has to go home it yes. sucks and obviously this whole two person going home thing is flawed yeah um that's pretty much it it's tragic we're almost out of time in the interest of our titular name and titular segment, drag her. Yes. Is there anyone you want to drag, Elliot? And it could be a few set of fictional characters. More, it can be a fictional character or a person if you're bold. I'm going to drag a group of fictional characters. Ooh. I'm dragging the cats from Cats. <laughs> Those, now, the original or the new one? The new one. Oh. All of them. That All show them. is the weirdest, creepiest. Disgusting. Strangest show. Awful. Of adults dressed and acting like cats. You can see their full genitals, but they pretend you can't. I can't believe how bad it looks. Oh, well, first of all, the live show is insane. And I've seen it a bunch of times. As a kid, I would see it on Broadway with my, with like, 
whatever school yeah. or my grandpa my parents my grandparents then as an adult i've seen it because i can't believe it's real because to me it's like it's literally like an acid trip yeah and i but the the, the cats in this fucking movie man like get out of here jennifer I, this hudson's is disgusting this is mess, disgusting like unproportioned oh, cat face is awful it's all awful taylor swift get out of here rebel wilson rebel we've wilson, seen it I, honey enough it's enough Wait a sec. What if someone <laughs> did someone go, wait a second, Rebel Wilson fell over? That's I, unbelievable. I don't need I, do, I don't need I don't need to see your I don't need to see cats in character shoes, you know? And the side by side of Broadway people hitting hitting the dance moves versus the Rebel other Wil- people. It's like no honey. I'm so don't I, do I, it. I, I drag all of the cats from all the generations on stage. On the screen, I, I, there. I drag I, the audience that goes to support it. Well, opening that's weekend. That's what's so fascinating is going to the show and looking around and seeing people enraptured. Like I went, my a friend of mine who was in my band, uh, my my the band of my live show. Uh-huh. He played in the orchestra of the revival of Cats recently. He played in that band for like a couple of years in the orchestra for it. And then event, and I was like, and I would make fun of him pretty mercilessly about it, you know, in, in fun, of course. Yeah. And then he was like, dude, I actually like, I actually sat in the audience and watched it after like two years because what? he just, because the pit orchestra for the, sh- the last arrival of the show is like underneath the stage, but not in the front. It's like literally like backstage underground. <laughs> so it's really weird. They have like monitors or whatever. It's a weird setup compared to like what you usually see in, in you know, on okay. Broadway. And he was like, well, I, f- I finally like went and actually sat in the audience and watched the show. And he was like, what the fuck am I watching? You know, <laughs> he's been playing the songs for years, but then having to actually like see how it unfolds. He was like, this is insane. So it's like, yeah, fuck Bomblerina and the Jellicle Ball and <laughs> the Cavity. Cats. Oh, God. Jellicle, Jellicle, maybe it's like, you know, maybe Jellicle I'm just like cats. dragging Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. For creating him. this nightmare. Well, we drag you. We say goodbye. Elliot, before I let you go, we unfortunately have to wrap up. What would you like to plug? Just follow me on Instagram, Elliot Glazer, yeah. and that's where you see all my stuff. Or you can listen to my podcast, You're Making It Worse. It's so good. Thank you. If you're queer and you're not listening, you're dead to me. Get on it. Get on it. Listen. Be a part of the solution. That's right. Rate and review us on the iTunes. And until next time, Elliot, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> Some shade, Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>